I knew a few Heathers, now I know a lot of Heathers. Let's get to know one more. Hey, Heather. Welcome to the Hey Heather podcast, where I attempt to interview and get to know as many of the world's Heathers and their stories as humanly possible. I'm your host, Heather Edwards. Today's Heather comes to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's a light worker, author, Reiki master, and healer. She recently published a new book called Take Back Your Light, a lightworker's guide to balance, clearing, and protection. And in this episode, shares a very personal story that helped inspire her to write it. She's also been in marketing for over 30 years and is excited to become a first-time grandmother in March. Please welcome to the show, Heather Robinson. Well, hey, Heather. Hey, Heather. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to talk to you about your book. I know we had to reschedule last week, so sorry about that. But now here we are, and I can't wait to hear the story. So your book is called Take Back Your Light, A Light Worker's Guide to Balance, Clearing, and Protection. That just sounds so soothing. Yes, yes, it's great. Um, I started writing it in April during COVID um, and put the spit shine on it in October. Wow. That's fast. Yeah. To me anyway, I've never written a book. I think it would take me a lot longer than that. Well, it's not War and Peace and it's not uh, Bridget Jones' Diary or anything fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it's a guidebook for for everyone um, to help them Yep, take back their light. Um, and by light, I mean your essence, your life force, your, I, I keep, it keeps coming to mind. I'm a pop culture junkie. And so I keep hearing, you know, to help you get your groove back. Remember that movie, Bella Got Her Groove Back? But 2020 has been such a struggle for everybody, even, you know, even in the best of times or in the best of circumstances. Um, this crazy year has just gut punched us right in the root chakra. And I'm, um, I'm a healer. I'm a Reiki master and teacher. And so I talk in chakras a lot. And your root chakra is it's your gut. And it deals with safety and security and stability and who loves me and am I safe? Do I have enough? Um, who's coming home? What's happening? All the needs that think about what a child from one to seven years old, like your basic needs. That's what our root chakra is. And in one fell swoop, within about 60 days, all of us just contracted and went, do we have enough? Who's coming home? Do I get to go hug the people that I love? I, I, you know, you can't be in community. You can't touch anybody. We can't do what's normal. And um, on just the most basic material and physical plane, We've all struggled this year with with our physical needs, with our and to have our emotional needs met. And my book, um, because I am a healer and a, a spiritual guide, deals with spiritual tools and metaphysical ways to help bring balance back to you. So, you know, in the best scenario, you're you're sheltering in place. Um, in a great house and you love your home and you love your family and maybe your college kid is pissed because they had to come home from school and (laughs) maybe middle schoolers mad because they don't get to play baseball this year. But God forbid that you're in a situation with where there's domestic violence Mm -hmm. or abuse or um, any sort of toxic situation, even if the toxic situation is dealing with uh, um, uncomfortable work folks um, on Zoom. And um, the book deals with tools on 
um, how to use, I like to say ancient tools, old age is new age, everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Um, that Shakespeare, like everything under the sun is the same as new again. So it's using sage and essential oils and meditation and crystals and how to, how to, how we're going to survive and get back to get back, get our life force back, get our light back. I like that so much. Life force. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that. Nothing we have done in the past is working anymore. We've got to step into new. And for me, it was taking all the tools that I knew that are in the book and the methods of marketing it, which I've done for 30 years and of writing content, technical proposals and finding a new way to communicate and struggling with the beast that is self-publishing. But luckily, I didn't pull all my hair out. It's like I was talking with a girlfriend and I had planned to launch it in November, like November 10th was my day like that. Mm-hmm. The last few months, it's like 11, 10, 2020. I like those numbers. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the last week of October, it was done. It was uploaded to Amazon. I approved it. I checked like it's done. It was ready. And I I was really struggling with staying on my on my plan. Mm-hmm. And I hearing just you know, birth this baby, just birth it. And waiting for two more weeks or two and a half more weeks felt like cramming a child back up in the birth canal. I was like, no. (laughs) And one of my girlfriends said, well, you know, why, why do you feel like you need to do it now? And I said, well, anybody who's birthed a child, I don't remember the phases. I just remember the fate, like there's phase one, two, and three, or maybe it's five phases. But the last phase is when you are screaming, you don't want any clothes on, you're sweaty. It's like, you don't touch me, just get it out. And that's sort of how I feel. It's like, just get this out of me. Just get it off me. <laughs> right. So you did end up launching uh, last week of October, which is exciting. And it was perfect because, you know, in a pandemic, everybody's doing Halloween different. So, you know, my marketing intuition said a lot of people are going to be online and it's a good time. And, and intuitively knowing that this election was not going to be like normal years because nothing is normal. And anything that came after the third was going to be a little more difficult to, to communicate. So yeah. Yeah. Why wait? Why wait? (laughs) Birth the baby, birth, get out of the birth canal. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. There's an interesting story behind something that happened on Christmas Eve related to the idea for this book. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So, and I have to say, if my, because when I talk about certain things, like my throat um, will contract a little bit. And only talk about what you're comfortable with, obviously. If this is something you want to skip, we can skip. Yeah. I'm one of those folks, and I, I'm sure other Heathers are this way too, that um, you're a survivor. And so sometimes when you retell stories, you just kind of tell it in a Leslie Jordan kind of, hey, hunk of bananas, <laughs> and hey, and he just tells this story and, you're, and your mouth drops. Um, he tells that he you know, hung out with Sid Charisse or Fred Astaire, and you're just like, oh my gosh. Right. So on Christmas Eve 2019, which feels like 100 years ago, um, uh, I, I, in retelling, I like to say God crowbarred me out of my life Okay, and, um, you know, just, just really ripped the rug out from under me as happens often in my life. Um, and my, um, former fiance and I had been building a house together, um, for about three years and this was going to be our first night in the house and he's a custom builder and I, um, also have a 
contractor's license and we were building it together and it was fantastic on many, many acres. I mean, it was like, okay, I can finally put down roots. This is going to be, this is going to be good. Our kids are good. Everybody's good. Life is good. And this was our first night in the house. And later in the evening, his, his adult children were there. My adult children were there. Um, and my, my son-in-law and the adult children's girlfriends and boyfriends and, um, and my fiance's son flew into a rage. He and his boyfriend had, had gone through my daughter's bag, was stealing from my daughter. My daughter saw them. And as I do, I address things. I don't like to let it sit. And I said, it's Christmas. I'm sorry, but we're a family and we have to talk about this because we all need to feel safe. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, this is what's happening. And my fiance's son flew into a rage. Uh, there were drugs and alcohol involved. And for two and a half hours screamed uh, and raged that he wanted to kill me and my three children, one being a son-in-law, for two and a half hours. And it was very, very frightening. I have had my life threatened and been assaulted before. So I take death threats really seriously. And I give a lot of people a lot of grace. And I understand um, upset and emotional outbursts. But in that instance and the hours and days that followed, um, I keep saying, um, I didn't feel acknowledged in the threat uh, by my fiance or protected. There was no, there was no resolution that was, well, what do you want me to do about it? And what yeah. I wanted was, I want you to get some help because your child needs some help and um, we can work through anything, but we got to work together. And that wasn't what was on the table. And so two Saturdays after Christmas, I called a truck and two of my girlfriends who are really badass came and we pressure packed and I left and moved hours away and just have been in COVID healing and really dealing with, you know, as many, many, many people have done in COVID, what they thought their life was going to look like now does not look like that. Whether it was the bride who had the bride, the wedding she wanted, or a mother who had to labor alone during COVID or a family member who passed without their loved ones. I mean, everybody, I am not a, a perfect snowflake or a unique snowflake, but that that was the the um the precursor to me writing this book was once again using the things that i know how to use talk therapy being one tre therapy being another um all the tools all the not prescription meds but um all the tools to take back my light and i really want to help other people realize that in in authenticity and vulnerability and transparency we can help each other yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. That sounds so scary and yeah. just as I chug my throat coat tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just sounds ugh, in your mind that's not how that chapter with those people was supposed to go and to end. But good for you for removing yourself from the situation and getting your badass girlfriends to help you get out of there and something good came out of it, which is this book, which I'm sure is going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I at 51, I've realized that everything does happen for a reason and we, we can't always see it. I don't have the game plan. We wouldn't learn anything that way. So yeah, that would be cheating for sure. <laughs>
Great. So where can we find your book? Is there a particular website or a social media account that people can follow or go to to get more information? Sure. Right now um, it is on Amazon. Um, and so you can just go to your Amazon account and look for Take Back Your Light by Heather Robinson. I, I always encourage people to use Amazon Smile. And a lot of folks don't know what that is. I have worked in um, a lot of nonprofit groups over the past few years. And I I really believe in, in nonprofit work, um, the, the big get back as, as much or as little as you can get back. And on Amazon Smile, and if you have an Amazon Prime account, it will link to your Smile account. And everything you purchase, if it is a if it's a qualified Amazon Smile item, Amazon will give back a portion of the proceeds to your charity of your choice. And it's no additional cost to you. It's no additional step. You just order it through Amazon Smile and you can um, go in and, and search for your charity and select what you want and you can switch it. So like if someone's doing a big fundraiser, you can you can change your charity from time to time. Um, I'm working on getting it in some local booksellers mm-hmm. and on um, Barnes and Noble, but I'm not there yet. I'm learning. I'm building this airplane in flight. So right. <laughs> Amazon is the 800 pound gorilla who publishes everybody's books. So, yep, that's amazing. And you're also, well, you mentioned earlier, um, you do Reiki, but one of your favorite things to do is distance Reiki. I'd love to hear about that. Distance Reiki, again, hashtag, I'll be glad when we cannot say due to COVID, hashtag due to COVID. Distance Reiki is the same as in-person Reiki. And so if you're not familiar with what Reiki is, it is, you'll hear it as energy work. Um, Some folks uh, liken it to, uh, if if you're a religious person, uh, you know, and I'm from the South, you'll say laying on of hands. Um, But it is, it's helping your body move the energy to heal itself. And um, I could talk for, for days on that. And so it's not me being the, he- I, am, I am a healer, but I am the conduit. I'm, I'm the cord. I'm the plug that plugs you in from the, the power source, whatever you think your, your light source is. If it's God, if it's Allah, if it's grandmother's grandfather's, the great creator, the, the, the winds, the sea. Um, and I plug in to help you move the energy because realigning the energy in your in your body helps you heal yourself physically and so with distance reiki and in-person reiki um i would have someone lay on my table or sit in a chair and i would either place lightly place my hands on um, non-private parts of their body their head their chest their stomach hips feet hands and they would feel energy moving the after effects are very much like having a great massage or um, reflexology or sitting in a sauna like you're just the toxins move out and you just feel very relaxed and healed and with distance reiki applying the law of quantum physics that no time no space no place everything is connected we're all connected i can do the same work energy work and moving the energy for your body with someone who's in another bedroom or in another part of the house or in denver or in louisiana or in Connecticut, um, in Ohio. And so during COVID, I've polished off those skills, which I sort of reserved to just family and friends before. I didn't really do a lot of client work. And innovation comes, uh, you know, what is it? uh, Necessity is the mother of invention. So I've marketed myself to do more distance healing. And it's been fantastic. I actually like it better. I not being able to see 
with my physical eyes and having to use my intuition to pick up on what is going on with my client, I like it better. And I teach Reiki classes. And one of the, the fun days uh, is really is, is drilling down into helping my clients learn distance Reiki. And then we practice for four or five weeks after on each other. And it's, it's amazing. It really has been super. That's great. Yeah, I, I've had Reiki done before. I love it. But I've never had distance Reiki before. So how can we, myself and the listeners, get more information about your distance Reiki? Is there a website or social media? Yes, my website is heatherhealingarts.com. And you can find out more about me and book an appointment. And um, yeah, it's it's fun. I'd love to send you. Thank you for having me on. Let me return the love with sending you distance Reiki. So we need to. Oh, yeah, I would love that. Is that something that you do on like a video chat like this? Or is that's not even necessary? Some people like the the visual. Um, it help, I'm a visual person as an artist. I mm -hmm. need to have a picture of you. So if I don't know the person. I'll say, send me a picture or send me your Facebook account. Let me, you know, I need to, I need to see, but no, what I, um, we do is make an appointment and then I'll call you just like when you go to the doctor or you go get a massage and they say, how are you doing into today? Do you have any areas of concern, areas of pain, um, anything I can help you with? And then I'll say, you know, please get into a relaxed position, whether that's in a chair, uh, on the bed, on your sun porch. Um, sometimes people have been in their car. They're like, I'm stressed out. I said, lay the seat back in the car. We'll get ready to go. <laughs> and then I will say, I'm going to hang up and set my timer. And you just rest. If you'd like to put on some soothing music, I'd like it if your kids aren't jumping on the bed, watching, Yeah. <laughs> not cooking dinner, not on a Zoom. Right. And just relax. And then I will begin to send Reiki to them and connect to their energy. And um, after about 30, 45 minutes, I'll, my timer goes off because I, I, I kind of just, I get, I just sort of meditate and, and rest myself. And then I'll call and we have a conversation of 15 to 30 minutes conversation. And I'll say, this is what I felt in your body. This feels like maybe an area of pain or sometimes I just, I, when I'm not in person, I trust what my intuition says more. Mm -hmm. so it's, you know, perhaps I'll say, what's going on with your ankle? It feels itchy. And, and one of my clients said, oh my gosh, I was in fire ants and it's killing me. Like it itches. <laughs> okay, well, get a little more sensitivity or what's going on with your lower back? Oh, I was doing burpees and I jacked it up. And I'm like, okay, well, I send a little more energy there. And um, then I hear what their feedback was. And often in relaxing their body and moving the energy, it removes mental blocks too. And so very often my clients will say, I've really been struggling with this thought and all of a sudden I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know how I'm going to handle this. I know what I'm going to say. And so that's not me at all. That Again, that's just me moving the energy. Yeah. God does the rest. So Very cool. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, awesome. Also, exciting news. I hear you're going to be a grandmother. Oh my gosh, I am. I am. And you have a really cool name picked out for grandma. My daughter, I have two children. Hannah is almost 27 and she is going to have a baby in March. And my son is, Ethan is um, 21 and he's in college in Raleigh. So yeah, it's the first baby in our family in a while. And I was struggling with grandmother names. Like I, I love my grandmothers and I, my grandmothers were me mom and very Southern. I didn't know anybody else who had a, and it's not me mom, it's me mom. 
And I'm like, but that's a lot. Those are big shoes to fill. I don't think I could be a me mom. That, that's a heavy burden to carry because I, I don't feel like I'm me mom quality yet. <laughs> I have a, another good girlfriend. I keep talking about, I have so many great, one of the most valuable things in my life is I have fantastic friends. Like I may not have a lot in the way of abundance that, you know, a fortune 500 company would, would value, but God, I've got some great friends. And one girlfriend is a grandmother now and her son uh, has a daughter. And um, she said, what's going to be your grandmother name? And I'm like, I don't know. I thought Mimi and I like Mimi, but I don't feel like a Mimi. Like, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. And she said, you can share my grandmother name. And I said, really? And, um, and our kids were raised together. We shared a nanny. So we have this. Connection. Oh, cool. And I said, what's the name? And she said, it's Mika. And I said, oh, well, what's that? And she said, it's M-I-I-K-K-A. And she's a big Carolina Hurricanes hockey fan. And apparently there was a, I don't do sports, but apparently there was a player and his name was Mika something. And she said, it's Finnish and it means wise one. And she said, we are wise ones. And I think that's the role of a grandparent is not only to be the spoiler, but to impart wisdom because you have more wisdom than even their parent does. I love that. And I'm like, love Mika. That's going to be awesome. So yeah, I'm going to be Mika. That's so cool. Yeah. We're going away um, in a couple of weeks. We travel together and we're going to, I said, now all our vacations be called the Mika tour. (laughs) <laughs> That's so cool. Very original. I've never heard Mika before. I know. I know. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so this has been a great conversation. Is there anything else you would like to share with the listeners? Anything else you would like to promote? Um, no, I just, I'm so excited. I have loved watching your marketing. Oh, thanks. And it's just so cool. I love, um, I don't, and you sent a question. Oh, yeah. Do you know why you were named Heather? Yes, I do. Thank you for reminding me. Gosh, I can't forget to ask that. <laughs> I listened for that. In preparation for this, I listened to all the other Heathers. And um, cool. And there, you've already um, interviewed another Heather Robinson, which yep. there are apparently zillions of us. I was supposed to be Tracy, named after my uncle Tracy. And my parents liked Tracy and they and like liked Heather, but Heather was a new name. And my mom said that, they didn't know Heather's, but it was a new name that, and um, there was an actress on a TV show in the 60s called The Land of the Giants. Like, I don't even know what that is, but her character name was not Heather, but the actress was Heather. Mm, okay. And then there was a song, I have the 45 in a box somewhere by, I can't even remember the guy's name, but it was called Heather Honey. Mm. And she she loved it. And it was kind of like a Donovan. It was like, oh, Heather Honey, warm as the sunshine. And it sounds very um, David Cassidy, Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> so that was why I was Heather. And I actually have cards that family members mailed to me before I was born that are to Tracy Robinson. Like that's how- Oh, wow. I- and I'm like, oh, I know a lot of Tracy's too. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the other episodes and following the Instagram page. It's been so fun. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited every time you post something new. I love it. One of your questions was, did you know Heather's? And I racked my brain and I knew four. I, I knew four Heather's and now I only know eight adult Heather's. Wow. So we've doubled, but um, yeah. Do you have a goal for how many 
like by the end of the year, how many Heathers you want to travel? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'll be excited when I hit like 100. I like like a good round number. I mean, I'm interviewing at least one Heather a day. So if I can just keep up with, you know, the editing and the posting, I'll be well on the way to, <laughs> to that number. I would also like to at some point try to get like a Guinness World Record for the most number of Heathers interviewed. Cool. I probably already have it because I don't think that's like an actual record that I need to beat. No one else is doing this, right? But I think that would be cool when I get to a higher number so we can get some recognition for us. <laughs> I know some cool Heather, so I'm encouraging them to apply too. Yes, please do. How can I help you other than just sharing out the Hey Heather? How? Yeah, just sharing, promoting on social media. Um, I'll let you know when your episode goes live with a link so you can share with that. Word of mouth has been great. Like you said, if you know of any other Heathers, you know, have them check out the show or apply to be a guest. The only requirement is that your name is Heather. So yeah, doing that. And I would love to try some of your distance Reiki healing at some point. That's really cool. So thank you for that offer too. That's helpful. <laughs> So have you, I, I didn't find it. Have, has anyone interviewed you yet? No. Oh my gosh. Well, you've got to, not yet. Yeah. You've got to do that. I know. It's funny. Some, some of the other Heathers have been asking that they're like, when are we going to hear your story? I'm like, well, you can ask me anything you want, but I know there needs to be my interview and it definitely needs to happen. I've been asking on Instagram, like, what would you guys want to know about me? So that's definitely in the works. It'll happen for sure. Cool. Yeah. We need that. We need that before the hundred Heather. Yeah. <laughs> like you be the 20th Heather. We'll do it in increments. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a plan. Maybe the 2020 Heather. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks again for being on the show. You have my contact info now, so we have to stay connected. You're part of the club. Yeah, if you have any questions or you want to reach out at any time for anything, please do. And we'll stay connected and in touch through Instagram. All right. Well, to everybody and all the Heathers, hang tight, be the light, and shine bright. 2020 is not over. So just... Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> walking towards it, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. Um, and again, we can always do like a part two. I've been telling Heather's that like we can never get someone's full story in one episode, right? So if you ever want to come back on, if something new and exciting is happening that you want to share, just reach back out and we'll set up another call. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day and week and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Heather. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe. You can also sign up to receive updates and other podcast news on our website, theheyheatherpodcast.com, or follow us on Instagram at theheyheatherpodcast. I knew a few Heathers, now I know a lot of Heathers, let's get to know one more. Hey, Heather. <laughs>